Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted, as always, to have you guys here on the program. We're going to get into some sound here from CNN in just a moment. Man, they are so upset that Tucker Carlson is living his best life and flying over to Russia, talking to Vladimir Putin. They cannot stand it. And I'm just having so much fun watching them melt down. But, ladies and gentlemen, before we go on, listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, we turn your attention to the right of center stage. No, 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 no. Over here. Over here. Yeah, good. As we're proud to announce the Wendy Bell Radio Podcast has reached 2 million downloads. You guys are awesome. I just wanted to come out and off the top here say thank you for that. Look, that's not two million people who've listened to one show. That's two million individuals who've gotten a show and put it on their phone. So thank you for that. We appreciate you more than you know. So CNN losing their ever-loving mind. They've got a snit on. They have a a, uh, a typical liberal, holier-than-thou. She's probably a college-educated, suburban, wine-drinking mom. Uh, sound like a lot of people you know? Well, probably so. Because I blame these people for the current affairs of our country. I didn't vote for this. You did. And we blame you. And you deserve to be blamed. So did you see all of the, like, the man on the street stuff in Russia? So some Sputnik news channel, whatever. They go out, they do the man on the street. I used to love these, right? Because you people say the darndest things to you. And they're usually fantastic. So the question is, well, what do you think? Tucker Carlson's here in Russia. What's your opinion of Tucker Carlson? And everyone was like, oh, I think he's great. He's honest. He's a truth teller. It was fantastic. It was like five minute montage of just cut, 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 cut. All these various people, all walks of life in Russia saying, wait, we love the guy because he tells the truth and he's interested in fighting and, and doing what we do. 
And and I love that. Oh, Erin Burnett on CNN, not pleased at all. In fact, she's going to, in two and a half minutes, she's everything except crying. <laughs> she just can't handle it. He's over there and he's Putin puppets. It's just so awful. <laughs> so I had fun watching it. I think you're going to enjoy the meltdown, as I say. Jealousy is a really bad color on everybody. Audio soundbite number one. A massive shakeup in Kyiv coming as Putin is trying to court the MAGA GOP in the United States. In fact, one of the leaders of the MAGA GOP is in <laughs> Moscow tonight. It's the man you see here with the MAGA leader, Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, possibly there in <laughs> Moscow to interview Putin. Definitely there as a Putin supporting celebrity. Who cares? Who freaking cares, Aaron? See, if your network wasn't going down the toilet really, really quickly, right? You wouldn't have time to worry about Tucker Carlson and what he's doing. She's calling it a massive shakeup in Kiev. What what does a massive shakeup in Kiev have to do with Tucker Carlson? The dude flew over there, ostensibly sat down with Vladimir Putin and interviewed him. Hey, you know what, Vlad? We hear a lot about all these things that you are. You're this monster. You bomb all these places where you know women and children are. How about all the mass graves? You're evil. You're a dictator. And we hate you. Or do you say, okay, so we're hearing all this stuff. What's the real story? What, what, what are you really doing? I'm going to go with what's behind door number two, Right? Because the media lie indiscriminately for a living. So this Erin Burnett, she's really upset. Massive shakeup. Massive shakeup. One of the leaders of the MAGA GOP is Tucker Carlson. Now she's going to play a montage. She's going to tell you. Oh, my gosh. And everybody over in Russia, the media breathlessly reporting like this is the second coming of Christ. I want you to hear the very blasé, matter-of-fact, monotone, unexcitable news guy who's explaining to the Russian people that Tucker Carlson is there. Listen. <laughs> Just listen to how Russian state media is breathlessly celebrating his visit. <laughs> Independent journalist Tucker Carlson has flown to Russia from the U.S. via Turkey to Vinukova Airport. He saw Spartacus Ballet at the Bolshoi Theater, had lunch in a nice restaurant, went for a ride around town, rode the subway. He charged his smartphone via a USB port and connected to a fast and free Wi-Fi internet. Wow. Wow. They are super breathless over there. Tucker Carlson landed. He went to have lunch. He went to see the opera. He drove in a cab and charged his cell phone. I'm telling you what, that's breaking news all over Russia. Erin Burnett cannot get out of her way, though. She's like, can you believe that that's what they're doing over there? You've got to hear audio soundbite number three. He charged his phone. What next? Listen. He charged his phone. <laughs> Although they're knowing the details about the fact that it was during USB port may give him reason to think twice about all of this. What? What are you talking about? 
Do you have nothing else going on? Hey, Aaron, the border is a crap show because of you clowns, right? Hey, Aaron, all of this stuff. Can, you want to talk? Where are the 85,000 missing children that we know of from last year? who uh, unaccompanied alien children is what they're called UACs who have vanished in the United States. Are you worried about that? Or are you worried about how Tucker Carlson charges his freaking phone? <laughs> right? Does somebody need to call the insultants and have them go into CNN and explain to them, look, I'm no rock star, but I can tell you what's going on here, why nobody wants to pay attention, and it's called you suck. Audio soundbite number four. Look at how they fawn all over him. Oh my goodness. We don't know if he's going to talk to he who shall not be named Putin, but he probably will because he's MAGA. Listen. Look at them talking about him like a celebrity. Everything he does on camera, breathlessly repeated. Now, it is unclear if an interview between Putin and Carlson will take place. But if it does, it gives Putin a chance to sit down with a big supporter. <laughs> How do you know that he supports him? Maybe Tucker Carlson was actually going over there as a journalist. How about you, President Putin? How about you tell us what's going on? I know what the media wants us to talk about. What about you? What's your side of the story? Hey, Aaron, that, that is journalism 101. I should know I got a bachelor's and a master's in it because I was a glutton for punishment back in the 80s and the 90s. That is what we all used to do, right? You didn't go out with a preconceived idea and spread a bunch of lies. You actually went out to get the information. And from that collating of sound bites and data and research, you put together a story every night that hopefully didn't suck. Right? Audio soundbite number five. She's going to play a clip and listen to the smug holier-than-thou-ness, go. It might be worth asking yourself, since it is getting pretty serious, what is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Does he eat dogs? These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Vladimir Putin didn't do any of that. I'll actually always remember watching that clip. I was standing in Ukraine 48 hours before the war began there. I was standing in Ukraine. He was talking about Vladimir Putin. I was out in the field. It was cold. It was February. I'll never forget. Aaron, sister, you got to back away. You need some help. It doesn't look good, girl. And she continues. Tucker has stood by Vladimir Putin ever since. He's a puppet. Don't you know? Go. Well, Carlson then stood by Putin consistently all the way through. And that is why he can go to Moscow now without any fear of being summarily imprisoned. He's a hero. This was Putin's mouthpiece in the United States. Somebody who had turned a blind eye to the atrocities committed by Putin because they were happening far away. No, no. See, the atrocities that were happening, you guys reported on and we don't believe you. And so we would like proof is Vladimir Putin the greatest guy ever? No. Is he the demon that you make him out to be? Probably also not. How should we trust these people, ladies and gentlemen? This is how they've talked to us about Donald Trump. Everything they've told us about him has been wrong. So why should you believe anything they tell you about 
Putin. And now Aaron's got one more triggered thing to say. We'll drop that on you in a moment. But do you hear the pattern? Do you hear the disdain, the jealousy, the pettiness, the smugness? That is your liberal mentality in the news. And and it gets worse next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, I was lamenting at the beginning of the show in the live video stream that it is very frustrating that because of this world of propaganda, of lies, of deceit, of control, we are left only to question everything. So I do. And I guess that's a good thing to question everything. It can be exhausting and it makes me angry that I no longer trust voices that I once did. Because being aware involves being involved, right? So Toby Keith passes, 62, had a very aggressive form of, of stomach cancer, diagnosed in 2022. People are saying, why would it be that he would, who knows why, how, what caused it, if it just happened, I don't know. But you're forced to think about things that before you didn't because you've been so lied to because you've been so propagandized, because it's been done so obviously. And they want you to to not see it, but you do. And I want to play this final clip of Erin Burnett. She's one of the news hacks on on CNN. And, And she's upset about Tucker Carlson flying to Russia, being treated like a star, she thinks, having a sit down with Vladimir Putin. And then she has to just drive home this final knife in his gut and and allege that he stands by a war criminal. That is some pretty dangerous stuff. That is very dangerous rhetoric. And this is coming from a news anchor at CNN. That blows my mind. Listen. Once vibrant towns turned to ruins, mass graves with dozens of bodies in the Kiev suburbs, a theater full of innocent women and children sheltering, bombed despite the giant world's children written on the roof, more than 200,000 Ukrainian soldiers killed or injured. And tonight, Putin is trying to seize on the fact that Zelensky's military appears to be in turmoil, capitalizing on a moment of intense American political dysfunction. I believe nothing that she has said. I trust nothing because they lie so often, which is why it's it's no surprise. Look, I've got 30 odd years in television. You do not have to be a professional broadcaster to know what sucks, right? You're like, oh, that sucks. I don't want to watch that anymore. I'm tired of being lied to. Or if you've awakened even briefly and you've done your own research, you say, well, wait a minute. Those are a lot of talking points that later got debunked. And they spread them with abandon. Is it any wonder then that the headline I'm reading to you right now from the gatewaypundit.com ratings challenged CNN rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic revamps the morning show lineup again. So Why are you trying to fix the faces when it's the product that you put out every single day that's predictably awful? It's 
propaganda. It's out and out lies. They lied to us for four freaking years about everything Donald Trump did. They've lied for three years under Joe Biden, blaming Donald Trump for the stupid crap that Barack Obama did through, of course, his puppet, Joe Biden. Right. And and they're mystified. I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out. What's happening? Hey, Earl, Earl, get in here. Earl, man, it doesn't matter what we do. We put in Don Lemming for a while. We thought maybe that would help. He was toxic. I got to get rid of him, right? We put in these girls. They all seem angry, mad liberals. Nobody wants to watch. I don't get it. Bing, 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 bing. America is done with that. Can you imagine what Erin Burnett would feel if she had the opportunity to fly over and to sit down with Vladimir Putin? And to spend more than five minutes with the guy. To hear him talk. I'm not saying that he's some hero. But he's not everything that they say he is. You have to be willing to admit that you've been walking through life with blinders. And how many videos are popping up in your social media feeds of former liberals who talk about their awakening when they say, I was in a cult, I was brainwashed. What the hell happened to me? Because something opens up the door, the light hits their eyeball, and then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? So to CNN, who, who gets, it looks like, like 330,000 people watching every day. You're done. You can put all the lipstick on the pig that you want. Doesn't matter the brand. Doesn't matter the shape. It's still a pig. Your philosophy is to spread propaganda. We learned that through Project Veritas. Yes, long ago. But what you do is dangerous in a country that believes in freedom. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, let's talk about this. James Langford. Oh, he's desperate. He's desperate. Jake Tapper <laughs> further underscores the CNN sex thing. <laughs> don't, don't miss this. This is worthwhile. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, the ego is a very curious thing. We all have it. The id, the ego, the super ego. I often wonder what happens to people whose egos are far more inflated than they should be. Like what happens along the journey of life where you fail to stay centered, where you are a humble individual, no matter how important your decision making might be, you see yourself at 30,000 feet with hundreds of millions of other people. And I'm going to go with, if you're a good person, you want to make some kind of a contribution. Why is it so common that the people with the biggest egos commonly make the least contributions to what we're going through? Why, why is that? I don't understand. Jake Tapper, what happened to you, dude? It used to be in my many years of anchoring the news, 
We never knew what people's politics were. Never talked about it. Ever. It were those old things that you were told by probably people on the left not to talk about. Sex, religion, money, politics. We didn't. Things changed. Now, 95% of the news that I see and the outlets who produce it are overtly, blatantly, not even trying to pretend anymore, in bed with the left. And it makes me angry about the industry because it's important. There need to be checks and balances. There needs to be a, 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 a figment of our population that is dedicated to finding out facts, to telling stories, to revealing information. Except it's ruined because I question everything because they are not trustworthy. Jake Topper yesterday had James Langford. He's the senator from Oklahoma who's getting absolutely roasted right now. And it looks like Mitch McConnell is trying to throw Langford under the bus. If Mitch McConnell is doing what they're saying he's going to do and he's actually going to withdraw his support for this bill because the public outcry has been ridiculous and because they can see finally we're done. We're done being last. This James Langford guy is going to go down in flames. He already has. This is not a Republican. Certainly not the kind of Republican that I like. So Jake Tapper has James Langford on yesterday. And he's going to talk to him about a couple things. It's all about this bill, right? You've worked hard with these people. You're going to drop it on everybody. Folks are not pleased. And he brings up Elon Musk. Elon Musk has been tweeting out some stuff. Elon Musk could clearly be president someday with the power that he has, the platform that he, that he has, and the truth that he has. And quite frankly, I don't even know what his politics are. So here's Jake Dapper bringing up to James Lankford, Elon Musk and tweets that Elon Musk has made about this ridiculous border issue. Go. Here's a claim being circulated on Twitter or X by Elon Musk, who posted, quote, the long-term goal of the so-called border security bill is enabling illegals to vote. It will do the total opposite of securing the border, unquote. Now, I know that Elon Musk is not an expert on illegal uh, immigration or the border, but he has a huge megaphone. Um, he does. Explain what he's talking about here. Is he wrong? Uh, well, I, I think he needs to go back to doing the two million Teslas that are currently being recalled right now to be able to focus in on that. No, it's not focused on trying to be able to get more illegals to vote. That's absurd. That was a very liberal, petty thing to do. That's how liberals argue. Rather than t meeting you at the table and saying, all right, let's talk about this. They've got to take a jab. Oh, yeah, well, maybe if you didn't do such and such, poof, then we wouldn't be in this situation. And you're like, ew, that's dirty. And that's gross. Very liberal. Well, maybe if Elon Musk was paying attention to the two million in, uh, recalled Teslas and maybe stayed in his lane and not deal with what I'm clearly an expert in, maybe he should just do that. Ew. And he says, no, no, no. This is not about us getting migrants in to vote. Don't say that. That's not what this is about. <laughs> right? Right. Audio soundbite number two. It is against the law for anyone that is not a citizen of the United States to be able to vote in the United States in any federal election. That remains so. On any federal election, Senator Langford, you know what you're correct about that. But what's going on in New York? 
I mean, it's so weird. This is where they have $53 million in prepaid debit cards to give to the migrants. This is where migrants get to stay in your local Motel 6 Comfort Inn Days Inn. Remember when you used to have those in town? You'd have guests come in from out of town and they could stay there. Well, they can't anymore because they're closed to the public. They are now housing our migrant overflow. And inside those hotels, they're getting tablets and cell phones and jobs training and legal advice they're getting food they get health care their children learn english and get educated how's that working for you guys because you're paying for it langford says it's still illegal to vote federally but in new york in some municipal elections it's exactly what they're doing and speaker of the house mike johnson blew the lid on this with the help of uh jerry nadler a couple weeks ago listen that's not true. The New York City Council voted in December to allow this. It begins January 9, 2023. Cities in Vermont and Maryland already allow this, and similar measures are under consideration in Illinois, Maine, and, and uh, Massachusetts right now. If the gentleman will yield? Yes. Uh, I believe those are um, considerations of allowing votes in municipal elections only. Right, but, but th th thank you. That's the point. <laughs> Everybody wants to know at home, why would they allow this? Guys, they're allowing it because they're going to turn them into voters. They already are doing this in New York City, largest city in America, and this is the plan of our friends on this side to turn all the illegals into voters. That's it, folks. That's what's going on. That's the game. That's why the border's open. That's why the border's open. That's like why Elon Musk tweeted that out. That's why Lankford had to have some snippy liberal response. Well, maybe you should pay attention to your own mess and not what my mess is to fix, right? That's exactly what they're doing in New York. Municipal elections. Hi, so-and-so who has no business being here, who's sucking off the teat of the, of the government, which we freaking fund. Here's your, here you go. Sign here, please. Thank you so much. Here's your um, voter card. You're more than welcome to uh, vote in the next municipal election. It begins at the local level. What do we hear John Guandolo say every Friday, our national security expert? If you don't pay attention to this crap at the local level, this is how the darkness seeps in. Who wants to go to a school board meeting? Who wants to go to a freaking city council meeting? You're like, right? And then you realize, oh, you mean it's at those meetings where all of these terrible decisions are made that then bleed up through the state and ultimately become standard operating federal? Bing, 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 bing. Out of soundbite number three, this is Jake Tapper. This is what the media, who can no longer be trusted, this is what they do. Tapper is going to say that Speaker Mike Johnson, clearly he said that the, the bill is not going to be considered in the House. It's dead on arrival, he says. Well, clearly, Jake says, Speaker Johnson hasn't taken the time to look at the bill, as though Jake Tapper has. Go. Republican Speaker um, Mike Johnson last night posted, quote, as the lead Democrat negotiator proclaimed under this legislation, the border never closes. Uh, Johnson goes on to say if this bill reaches the House, it will be dead on arrival. Um, the Speaker uh, essentially took a one quick look at the bill, immediately dismissed the, the legislation out of hand. What's your response to how Speaker Johnson has, has handled this all? That's exactly what Aaron Burnett did talking about Tucker Carlson. Well, he's clearly this and he's clearly that and he's clearly his puppet and he's doing all of these things. and He's MAGA's mouthpiece for Putin. You have no idea what you're talking about, lady. You are a danger. You are a danger to this republic. How dare you, Jake Tapper?
Well, he clearly hasn't looked at it. You know what? If I had tried to say something like that in my many years on local television, I would have been fired a lot longer than before I did. <laughs> okay, audio, <laughs> audio soundbite number four. You know this whole argument, and I, I love this argument. It's the, it's the never-ending conundrum argument. Well, some people want us to do everything right now. Some people want us to do nothing. Well, doing something is better than nothing. Is it really? Is, is tinkering with a virus in a lab with the freaking communist Chinese party and some wacky bat woman, is that better than doing nothing? Well, if we do it just a little bit, maybe that's better. More, it's worse because we could launch a virus around the world that kills millions of people. Little bit, little bit. No, yes. This is, this is Jake Tapper in his mind and James Langford in his mind explaining, no, this was, we had to do something. And, and you know, nobody's going to be happy, but, but we've got to do something. Oh, really? Go. This is an area that some people just have a difference of opinion. Some people say if we can't do everything, we should do nothing. And there are others that say if we can make some progress in key areas, as you played the tape on earlier of the speaker in the hallway saying the key things that Border Patrol and other folks are telling us they need, they need a change in asylum, need a change in parole, and they need to catch and release. That's actually the exact target of this bill itself. Change the asylum process, make it much more difficult, which turns around people faster. Uh, We focus in on the parole issues that are being abused right now, close down those lanes of abuse on the border, and then we deal with the catch and release. That is why the National Border Patrol Union came out today and endorsed it and said why this bill is not perfect and we need more. It does make real progress, and they see this as a way to dramatically slow down the numbers that are coming across the border because once you start actually deporting people, the flood stops at that point. People aren't going to pay $10,000 to a cartel to just get deported. Wow. That is the, the, the most egregious, how about lugubrious and stunning 54 seconds of suck I've heard at least in the last hour. It's going to stop all of this. It's going to close loophole. No, it doesn't, dude. It doesn't do anything. It allows people to come in the whole time. And the only person who can declare the emergency would be Alejandro freaking Mayorkas. That sounds like a good plan to you, Jake, you hack. And then finally, here we go. You have to. Well, we have two, I think. You have to blame Trump. You can't do full circle if you can't come back and blame Trump for what you've done. Here you go. Why do you think he's going after you and this border bill, considering this is the most, and I've been in this town for a lot longer than you have, this is the most conservative immigration compromise that I've ever seen come to this level. Previous efforts under Bush and under Obama were far more uh, permissive, far more liberal than this. Why do you think Trump's going after you? Yeah, I, I don't know, obviously, other than he, he has a different job than I have right now. His job right now is running for president, and so he's trying to be able to manage that. And obviously, a chaotic border is helpful to him in the process on that. <gasps> How dare you? In 2019, he asked for $8.6 billion, you feckless man. Congress laughed at him. So we declared an emergency. And he started building the wall. And on day number one, Joe stopped it. James Langford. You're done. We're done. Quick time out. I'm going to fi- finish the final audio soundbite from this guy. Also, a little bit more of Donald Trump on with Rob Schmidt on Newsmax last night. Very interesting comment. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Uh, uh, uh. On the ego thing I was talking about. 
You know, it's just so distasteful. This is not a time for grandstanding. That This is not a time. We have a real... I mean, I feel it. Do you feel it? I feel it, and it's it's scary. It feels as though everything that we care about, that, that preceded these last several years, is slipping through our fingers. And, and it's frightening. It's alarming. And as a mother, it scares me to, to consider what kind of country I'm going to leave my sons. So when I listen to Jake Tapper puff out his chest and grandstand as he's talking to a senator and he says, well, I've been here you know, a lot longer than you have. Nobody cares about you, Jake. Don't you understand? It's not about you. They always wanted to make it seem like it was always about Trump. That Trump wanted it all about Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump wanted to be this. Trump wanted to be that. Trump wanted to be a star. Trump wanted everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Trump loved America. And the things that he did were good for America. Like rapper Killer Mike before he got muscled by the LAPD said choose the policy, not the person. What is the policy? Well, when you run on that, the Democrats have nothing because everything they do is awful and everything they do is awful by design. And that makes me angry. And I have no patience for blowhards who like everybody to pat them on the back. Wow, you really are something. No, Jake, you're not. Final soundbite with these two clowns, Jig Tapper and James Lankford, the senator from Oklahoma. This is where Lankford actually says the truth. Let's not lose sight of what's actually going on here. This pants on fire, hurry up. We've got to get it through. Pass it, pass it, pass it. Got to pass it to see what's in it. I could have throat punched Nancy Pelosi that day. She would have deserved it. How dare you? Because this is a crisis of Barack Obama's making and all of the other minions who walk in line like clone troopers that they are in the cattle chute to slaughter. Here's Senator Langford, final bite. If Donald Trump was president right now, let me be very clear, we would not have the chaotic border that we have right now. Joe Biden is not enforcing the border, even not just like Donald Trump, not like Barack Obama. Uh, We have six times more people crossing the border now than we had under Barack Obama. Uh, So this president's clearly not enforcing the border. But for Donald Trump, he's focused on the campaign. I'm, I'm the lead Republican on the Homeland Security Border Management Committee. And so my focus is the national security focus. I'm going to do whatever I can to be able to secure the nation as fast as I can. How can you be this off? How can you think that $90 billion to foreign governments when we need money here? When, when parents and children are suffering here and they're suffering because of the Democrats in charge and the weak Melba Toast, vanilla white bread, plain Cheerios, Republicans who suck. And we're tired of it. So take your stupid lapel pin off and put it in a box until you're ready to show up and freaking serve. And to do so honestly, Senator. Really great interview with Donald Trump with Rob Schmidt on Newsmax.
last night. Great, comfortable, honest interview. It's refreshing. They both seem to be at the top of their game because you can be. When you're going to sit down and you're going to freaking tell the truth. And this particular snippet that we're going to grab for you now is everything about the wall. He wanted to shut it. And he tried to shut it. And they made fun of him and he knew what was coming. Listen to this give and go, Rob Schmidt, President Trump. I was having a hard time with Congress. I just did it myself. I went to the military. I took money out. We built 561 miles of wall. I did it through the military. I called it an invasion. We gave them, you know, $750 billion. I took a little bit out, and we built most of the wall. And we would have had, actually, we built more than I said I was going to build when I was campaigning. But I had another 200 miles to go, and we ordered it. It was built, ready to be installed. Could have been done in three weeks. Over a three-week period, could have been done. They sold it for... I heard 10 cents on the dollar and very expensive stuff, you know, special steel, special concrete, rebar, and uh, they sold it. It's just not not even believable. That's when I realized, I guess they want open borders. Indeed they do. So never forget, the people who force an experimental shot on you, whose pretrial results they knew and wanted to keep quiet, are the same people who worked with the Chinese Communist Party in a lab in Wuhan with our money to make that virus more lethal. Remember that. They're the firefighter arsonist. Let me come in and save the day. I know the antidote. I've got the fire hose. Oh my, is that smoke I smell? Let's go check it out. As though you're too stupid. The border. It's a crisis. We all have to act. You got to roll up your sleeves. I know it's going to be difficult. It's been difficult. This inflation, it's been tricky. My goodness, it's been difficult. But everybody's got to pay their fair share. It's the only way. Another $118 billion. We only have to buy our way out. Because it's worked so many times before. And you have to. Isn't it all the same thing? where you're the one who pays the price for everything they do that sucks. Tell enough Americans, pull a French farmer revolt, maybe. Is that what we're seeing now? Let's talk about it. Coming up next, hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. Is this finally the great American pushback? We'll talk about it on the Wendy Bell Radio program. (laughs) 